You're tuned into the Social Media Money Machine Marketing for Profit podcast. Discover how to monetize your social media and build a profitable brand. Welcome back to the podcast. Coach Fryer, Rob Sperry here, Social Media Money Machine. Today we're talking about boosting your visibility on Instagram. We've got a laundry list of incredible content. Again, we just a quick shout out to each and every one of you who are liking, commenting, leaving reviews for us. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, and as always, we're going to bring you our absolute best. So here you are. Uh, you're uh, an entrepreneur, business owner, influencer looking to boost your visibility on Instagram rapid fire. I want to first talk about how to optimize your profile, right? Making sure your Instagram profile is complete and compelling. Typically, you know, a lot of the profiles we see out, out there on Instagram, there's just way too much information, right? It's this big laundry list, big long paragraphs. You want these to be short, sweet, to the point. You want it to be clear on who you help and how you help them, right? If you can narrow that down to just one sentence, uh, this is going to help you uh, in, the, in the long run, really start to attract more and more of those ideal new you know, clients, customers, folks that you ultimately uh, want to work with. Having a clear profile picture, whether you're, you know, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, or a business, I think is absolutely uh, critical. Something that's that's catchy, that's captivating, that's going to grab some attention. And I think this will play, you know, a bigger role later on too, as we talk a little bit about reels and especially stories, right? It's at the top of the Instagram feed, having a, a clear aesthetic uh, profile picture, having a memorable username, uh, and obviously an informative bio with keywords, uh, you know, I think is critical. The more and more uh, Instagram is growing, uh, I've become a bigger fan as of late. Um, you know, it's 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 less about the the jargon and more about just the simplicity, use of keywords, uh, and simple call to actions that is getting the best traction. Rob, I know you're going to talk a little bit next about the overall consistency of the branding and the aesthetics of Instagram. It's fluctuated and changed so much over the years. Talk to them about the current state of the aesthetic on Instagram. Yeah. One of the things that's interesting is, is we've done polls with all of these clients that we get a coach is Instagram currently right now is the best place to sell. Now, if you're having success selling elsewhere, great, then keep it going there. Uh, but it's something just to keep in mind as trends and different things are constantly evolving and changing. And our goal is to stay up to date so that we can help you out on the best places to put your time. Now, like I said, if you're on a different platform, doesn't matter whether you're smashing on TikTok or YouTube or Facebook, great, then that could still be your focus. But if you feel like you're ready to move on and expand, and crush another platform, maybe you haven't focused enough on Instagram. Now, that second point after optimizing your profile is being consistent in your branding. Now, part of that with your branding is the look and the feel. Uh, some people overdo it and they overdo it in the sense it's got to be like every single third post is this and the second post is this and the first post is this. Have you ever seen those profiles you go to or you go to Instagram and you check it out and you see it's like it, it's like it looks perfect on the first row and then the second row and the third row. Uh, that's good. You can absolutely do that. You don't have to do that though. I don't want you to take what I'm teaching you and go overboard. My main point is is your goal is to maintain a consistent look and feel across your posts. This helps in building brand recognition. Can you imagine Coca-Cola? They've got their colors and then all of a sudden it's a year later, they completely change their colors. It would throw you for a loop. They want to create that brand recognition. So the simple thing you can do is choose a color scheme, a filter, 
or even a layout that reflects your personal brand or your brand's personality and stick with it. So that's what I would say for the second thing. And I think we're going to cover about 10 today. So you guys just be ready. Be ready to 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 bookmark this. If you're in a, if you're at the gym working out, maybe you're in the car, you can't take notes, but remember those ideas and maybe send a voice note to yourself and you can come back and write these down. So I'll kick it back to you, Friar. Yeah, uh, all good things. Optimizing profile, consistent branding, aesthetic. Next is uh, engaging content is obviously key, right? Uh, you know, I think that one of the biggest challenges for most on Instagram is that they're a little all over the place. Uh, their content is more so focused on themselves, their product, their service, their business, rather than the person they're trying to attract. And I think this is this is really critical. Actually, we were just talking about this on our Impactor Mastermind weekly uh, training session. And, you know, a lot of folks were were a little unclear. And so we helped clarify that for them is, you know, Instagram is a platform to where, you know, people are going to come to your profile for one specific reason, right? So who is that? Who is that target audience? Who is that one person? Who are those persons that you're ultimately trying to attract? And, and then it's a lot simpler once you know that to create engaging content for those specific types of people. Obviously, there's 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 reels, there's stories, there's carousels, there's static posts. I mean, there's there's notes. There's all kinds of great ways you can leverage all the tools that Instagram offers us offers us. But you know, it's critical that you're not just creating random content just to get engagement. It's really important that you're creating engaging content for a specific individual. Now, Rob, I know you're excited, man. Uh, you know, there's all this buzz lately about hashtags and you, you've got a few thoughts on hashtags, what that looks like. Talk to the people about how to leverage hashtags to the best of their ability. All right. Are you guys paying attention? Pay really, really close attention to this because you've heard a ton about hashtags and and what is it? You can use up to 30 hashtags and should you use hashtags in comments or should you put them in your post and then go copy and paste the hashtags and should you use hashtags that are very uh, are used often, really popular ones, or should you use hashtags that aren't used too often so you niche down? Do you want to know what you should do for 2024 and beyond? At least right now, things can change. Don't use hashtags. They don't work. People aren't searching hashtags anymore. They aren't. It's not like it used to be. And this is one of those things that you need to stay on track. Now, Facebook, they never worked. Never, ever, ever. They just made your post look really ugly. Instagram, they used to be used often for uh, being discovered. And now they're not. So to make it easy for you, you don't need to make your posts ugly anymore with all those hashtags and you can get rid of them. So it's probably not what they were looking for, but that's okay. We're just giving them the, we're giving them the meat, the real stuff. So, Hey, Friar, I know you're moving on to the next thing. Are stories in reels, are they still hot? Are they still popular or should people move on? I think so, but I want to just go back for a second, just because I think the anticipation to the hashtag content you just shared was epic. Uh, and I just want to let our viewers just marinate on that for just a moment because uh, I think that was super cool and awesome. Uh, but a lot of people probably had no idea you're going to go that route, but I agree with everything Rob just shared uh, when it comes to hashtags. So let's talk 
Let's talk stories and reels. Um, I, I think this is a great reminder inside the Impactor Mastermind, we teach a system called GNC. You know, we're not talking about your vitamin supplement store down the street from your house, GNC. We're talking about the social media success system, GNC. It stands for growth, nurture, and conversions, right? Uh, when it comes to Instagram, growing your brand, growing your business, stories and reels are a big part of Instagram. And I think it's important for all of our viewers to understand, Rob, that that reels aren't necessarily for selling, right? They're not there to try and convert your audience, right? Especially at first into buying what you, what you offer, right? I think it's important to understand that reels are the number one growth metric uh, on social media right now. Uh, you know, and I were talking a little bit about some stats, uh, you know, with some of my reels, our, our joint social media money machine, Instagram account, and just the amount of people we've been able to reach. My personal account has reached over 1.5 million you know, new people just in the last 30 days. And in our social media money machine account has reached over 10,000 people. It's literally what, three weeks young uh, in the process. I think another great example is is Jake from our Impactor Mastermind. You know, he started implementing some of our Reels strategies and he could never get more than 200, 300, 400 views on a reel, but actually using our GNC system, Rob, he, he's, uh, he just did a reel yesterday, his first time using the system starting to surpass almost 2000 views. And he's just like, oh my gosh, this, this works. So remember, reels are focused for growth. And then stories are not for growth. Stories are not going to grow your following. Stories are to nurture your existing followers. I think it's important for you guys to understand that. So Rob, talk to them a little bit about how they can engage further with their community on Instagram. Yeah. One of the best ways to grow your following is to take care of your current following. It's like there are a lot of studies that show, and there's different studies, but many of these studies show that it's it's 30 to 40 times easier to sell a current customer than find new customers. So look at that and understand that. I know this is completely different, but follow with me for a second. It's a lot easier to get new followers from taking care of your current followers because they can expose you to completely new audiences and they can share with new audiences. And for them, one of the most important pieces of them is sure they love your content, but when they feel like you actually care and you take the time to engage with them, now you make them part of a community. Think about that. Think about maybe some of the favorite communities that you're part of. It's such a critical and important part. So that could be when somebody comments, they notice, I'm just telling you, uh, you respond to their comment. That could be when someone comments on a story, right? And so you're in the DMs and you respond to it, even a simple like, right? Or a love or any type of emotion will make a difference. And so just make sure that you're engaging with your followers, especially when you're in the beginning stages of building your brand. Uh, we can discuss more advanced strategies when you're getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments to take care of that because I know that can be a little bit overwhelming. But until then, you have the time, make the time because you're spending so much time on creating new content that you're forgetting about the people that have already started to help you and already shown their appreciation. And I think that goes perfectly, even though I covered a little bit with it, I think it goes perfectly with our next topic because a lot of people are trying to figure out, well, how can they grow even faster and grow their audience. So I'm going to kick it back to you again, Friar. 
Yeah, I love it. And, and again, remember, this is this whole entire episode is talking about boosting your visibility on Instagram. Everything we've shared up to this point is is spot on, and hopefully, you're taking great notes. Hopefully, you're sharing this podcast episode out with all the folks you feel could benefit from it. I mean, this is just absolute gold. So the next thing I want to talk about is something I think that gets overlooked, Rob, is, and that's collaborating with other influencers and other brands. I think that, you know, f- the first thought most people have is, well, you know, influencers only have, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. And, you know, reaching out and talk to someone like that can maybe feel intimidating. And we want to kind of squash that thought process in your mind first and foremost and say, Listen, influencers, I know influencers out there with just a couple thousand followers, right? Uh, it's not necessarily about how many followers that they have. It's it's how big of a person of influence are they as far as the impact and the information they're sharing uh, and, the, and the people they're helping. So what, you know, one quick tip I, I'd love to share is leveraging Instagram live videos. I think this is a, a, an incredible opportunity uh, for you to reach out to other folks who are within your target, uh, you know, niche audience who, who, who have similar followers that maybe you're trying to also, uh, serve and help and just see if they'd be open to doing, uh, an Instagram live together. I think this is a great way to collaborate, uh, you know, share content. You provide value for their audience. They provide value for your audience. Um, and obviously one of the coolest things, uh, you may or may not know is, is if you reach out to one of these influencers or brands, do a dual, uh, live, on Instagram that uh, both of your audiences get notified. Again, it's just a great cross-pollination way to to serve both both audiences. And so I think collaborating with other influencers and brands is critical to helping boost visibility. And you know, from what I've seen, Rob, there's not a whole lot of people out there leveraging that strategy specifically. But you know, one thing that I know you're so excited about is to encourage our followers at, uh, of the podcast, they need to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars every <laughs> single month into Instagram ads to have success. Isn't that right? I just thought on the spot it, about 30 seconds ago of I was going to title this next little part of don't try to cheat the system. And the point of that is, is, is when he, utilizing Instagram ads is a huge strength and weakness. And the problem is, is when I think back to it, I was legit just thinking about this the last couple minutes because but you prepare content and then things just come to your mind. So pay attention here. This is, this is a new insight and you can challenge me on this Friar if I'm wrong here. Hopefully I'm not fingers crossed. I don't know of many, I know there's some, but I do not know of many people that have crushed it with Instagram ads, but have never done well in general on Instagram. And my point there is, is, That's like people trying to cheat. Of course, if everybody could just go spend money on ads and make a ton of money, it would work. Most people, ads don't work until they find their voice. And that goes with all the things we already talked about. And as you're consistent, you start getting feedback on what works and which posts work and what your true niche is. And then you niche down more and more and more. And then after that, it's a lot easier because you know exactly who your audience is and which content resonates with them. And then you have a total focus on it. But when you just try to come in, you just try to scale with ads, you're going to waste a ton of money. You think about the amount of money it costs to actually hire somebody that really knows what they're doing with, with ads. And then after that, you got to try it out. And even trying it out, I mean, I believe that you got to spend at least $1,000 a month to have any good feedback. So depending on how much you're paying someone, now you're several thousand dollars in with typically no return on your investment yet. So I'm not trying to steer you away from ads. I'm, I, in order to scale to huge levels, 
Uh, ads will be needed at some point. I'm trying to encourage you to make sure you follow all these other tips so that you can use ads and use them properly. And I'm also trying to encourage you not to use ads too soon because we don't want you to waste your money. That's part of the reason why we do our online mastermind. We do the Impactors Mastermind because we want to teach people how to crush it first organically so that when they do ads, they can take it to an entirely new level. Now, if you've already taken it to an entirely new level and you're stuck, it's probably time for you to start to do ads. So that's eight of the 10 so far. We still got two more. Now, Friar, when is the perfect time? Can you give me like, I know you're going to cover it right now. I want to know the exact time to post, like to the minute. Like what? what's your theory and philosophy of the perfect time to make a or create a post? The perfect time to create a post to boost visibility on Instagram is, drum roll please, when you're sleeping. No, I'm just kidding. There actually is. Uh, I mean, there's so much. There's so much controversy out there, right? About when's the best time to post. And I've always taught this. Um, you know, is is every single one of us are different. We're all in different time zones. There's people literally all around the world that are going to be tuning into the podcast, listening to this information. Um, you know, so I think it would be kind of silly if we were to sit here and say, "Oh, you got to post it." You know, nine a.m. your time or nine p.m. your time. I think that would be kind of silly because for some of you, you might be like, "Well, Coach Fire, that's in the middle of the night, my time." So, a couple of quick thoughts. Number one is if you are serious about growing and scaling your your business and increasing visibility on Instagram, you need to have access to your insights. So if by chance you have not already turned your Instagram into you know business or professional mode, creator mode, you need to do that because that unlocks free insights for you to see you know, uh, when are the better times, uh, to post content? Cause it's gonna, it's gonna literally show you the second quick tip I'll give is this is instead of you trying to figure out what time is best for you, think about the ideal person you're trying to attract. What type of person are you trying to attract? What does their typical day look like? I think that if you can better understand that, right. For example, if your person is working from eight to five, Right. Uh, you know, posting, you know, at like 10 a.m., they're probably working. It's probably, it's probably not the best time. Right. They're probably checking Instagram first thing in the morning or late in the evening. So I think it's really important to understand more so not what time works best for you, but what time are the majority of your ideal new clients, customers, you know, scrolling the Instagram feed. So, Rob, let's finish this up, man. The 10th and last tip analyzing and adapting. Talk about this real quick. Let's finish this up. This has been an awesome episode. Lots of good insights you can check on it. Obviously, you can see shares. If you've got a, if you shifted to business, then you do have more insights on Instagram. But honestly, the most important thing is visibility. That's, that's the bottom line. If you have visibility, then that means you have more awareness. That means you have more impact. That means you can build the brand better. So the question is, is what are the ways to get more visibility? When we look at the algorithm, uh, the most valuable thing are actually shares because when people share your content, then that means other people are going to see it. So number one, in my mind, and there's again, there's always controversy on it, but shares. I look at that as the most important piece of engagement. Number two for me is saves because think of it, how often do you actually uh, make a comment or love a post or a piece of content? Uh, that happens a lot more often than actually saving. And so saving is, is much more special. It means it's something you want to come back and look at over and over again. And then after that, number three and four would be comments. And then of course, likes. I mean, how many times do you look at a profile and they have a hundred likes, but they have two comments. So you can see why comment or likes, right? Or loves are the very, very end 
and comments are actually third, saves are second, and shares are number one. And so when you go back, you can start seeing which co- content worked and just just analyze quickly, right? Just go back and look at it at least, the very least every month. If you wanna be a little more tedious, you can do it every week and look at the best performing posts and the worst performing and start to find the commonalities, the principles, because this will help you to start to recreate. I can't tell you how many people I know on different social media platforms that have created content, 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 all this, and they had one go viral and they literally felt like they beat a dead horse because they found something that worked, the principles. Uh, and TikTok, is, it does that the most. Uh, you see that with Reels as well on Instagram, but TikTok does it the most where it just beats a dead horse. They found something that worked and it's like the same, almost exact same type, right? Of content over and over again. Success leaves clues. That's what the great Jim Rohn said. And so take all of these and figure out which one is the most important to you. Don't be overwhelmed. You can always come back and and listen and re-listen to these. And as always, I tell you guys, very few people leave reviews. If you haven't left review lit yet, please do so. And then if you're willing to comment, right? That's the second part is some will leave reviews because it's quick and others aren't willing to, to take the 10 seconds or 20 seconds to write out what they actually loved about this. If you guys do tag us on Instagram, then we will make sure that we'll do our best to either comment or mention you, the social media money machine. So Coach Fryer, I appreciate you. You always got the best of the best content and insights. I appreciate you for helping to prepare this. And I hope all of you guys found a ton of value. We thank you so much. Until the next time, our friends.